Hey everybody, you're listening to Don't Be Afraid of Your Dreams, the podcast where we talk about the movies we love and the monsters we all face. I'm your host, David Anderson, and today is October 6th, 2020, A Course in Fearicles, Day 6. Question, what do you think about astrology? I'm open to pretty much anything. I don't claim to know or understand much of how anything works, for sure. Do I think the universe is more complex and intertwined than we know? I do. Do I, like most people, read descriptions of my sign, which is Pisces, and go like, Yeah, that's me. That is so me. Yeah, I do. Do I think the stars dictate our fate and predict our destinies? Nah, I really don't. Maybe studying astrology can help us navigate and pinpoint passages of opportunity or, you know, moments when the odds are more in our favor. But beyond that, I don't know. Nevertheless, I always look forward to when my new monthly horoscope is published. Always, with fingers crossed, that I'm going to read, This is it, Pisces. You couldn't escape true love even if you wanted to, you slippery bitch. Or, your hard work is about to pay off and all of your wildest career dreams are about to come true. Well, I never quite get that, but you can bet if I did, or even when I get something even vaguely along those lines, I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds right. I totally believe in astrology. Money, please. Of course, if I don't like what I read, I'm like, okay, right. Don't tell me how to live. You don't know. I reserve the right to pick and choose what sounds good to me or what I choose to believe on any given day. A lot of people rely on Susan Miller's horoscopes on astrologyzone.com, and I always get a little antsy, hit and refresh on the first of every month, like this is going to be it. Again, I don't know why, other than it's vaguely fun, I guess, and maybe, depending on what she says, it'll give me something to look forward to, even if whatever she predicts doesn't come to pass, and it never does, in my case, anyway. I'm also willing to shoot the messenger. I hold Susan Miller, or I guess any astrologer, personally responsible for the movement of the heavens if I don't like what they have to say. I'm like, not so fast, Sue. Your update was late because you were having issues with your vision. Isn't that right? Oh, love isn't coming to me this month? You sure? Why don't you go back to the drawing board and try again? Because I'm thinking the stars were looking a little bit fuzzy, and if you know what's good for you, you'll double check a couple things. So... Let's take a look at some of my horoscope for October, which was just posted yesterday, and it starts with a bang. The month to come is not an ordinary month. There will be many strange twists and turns, and just when you thought you had everything organized and nailed down, that doesn't sound like me, something else will come up. We're all in this together, dear Pisces. No one of any sign is going to find the going easy in October. The fuck does that mean? Not ordinary by 2020 standards? Is that what you're saying? Are you freaking kidding me? Well, I guess I can't take it personally because apparently it's not just me. Every sign, right? You all heard that, right? Every sign is going to be feeling the suck. You know, just like we have been for the last seven months. How about some good news or some Halloween magic? How about that? Hmm, let's keep reading. Blah, blah, blah. Retrograde, retrograde, retrograde. Everything's in retrograde. Is it just me or is Mercury always in retrograde? Why are you always trying to go backwards, Mercury? The full moon on October 31st will be the rattling October surprise that I think none of us want to hear. Well, that's <laughs> that's Halloween-y, I guess. And you're definitely starting to scare me. All right, here we go. Halloween won't be the fun that other years have brought. You need to cancel Halloween, she says. What the what? 
It too, Sue. You need to cancel Halloween, I swear to God. If you were standing in front of me, I'd stare at you silently for 10 solid seconds, holding your gaze before putting out a cigarette on your face and walking away. Who's canceled now? No, just kidding. But come on, come on. Nobody wants to hear that. All I ask is that you lie to me and tell me what I want to hear, and you can't even do that. Just like every relationship I've ever been in. Well, I am not canceling Halloween. It's not going to look like it normally does. We know that, but it's happening. I took a walk around my neighborhood a couple of days ago, and I felt like I stumbled through the back of the wardrobe into Narnia or something because I discovered a magical block where at least five houses were all in the midst of putting up their Halloween decorations, and they were not messing around. One house on the corner had witches dancing around a smoking cauldron calling the corners, and it was 4 p.m. It wasn't even dark out. I was like, oh yeah, these are my people. The homeowner came out while I was standing there, and she was super lovely, and I told her how amazing her yard looked and that she'd made me really happy, and she sheepishly said, well, I know it's a little early, but to which I replied, nope, no it isn't. But she continued, I just feel like we have nothing else to look forward to. And that broke my heart a little bit and also a lot. Isn't that how we've all been pretty much feeling all year? As things have been systematically wiped from the calendar, what do I have to look forward to? Well, I've been looking forward to Halloween as I always do. And now is our time and I'm going to enjoy it each and every day just to spite Susan Miller. And every time I scratch my nails down someone else's back, I hope she feels it. But what else? You know, one of the things that I've missed the most is going to the movies. Such a simple thing, or it used to be. I love that experience. I love getting super hyped about a, I don't know, a midsummer or a lighthouse and counting down the days to release, making an event out of it, picking the perfect theater and the perfect day and the perfect person to go with, which sometimes is just me because I totally don't mind going to the movies alone and actually kind of love it most of the time. You can't beat the theatrical experience, right? I don't care if you have a massive 4K TV in your home theater that's directly linked to Skynet or whatever. Some things, most things, really are elevated by and need to be taken in on a movie screen as part of the theatrical film-going experience, which is communal and even kind of ritualistic and sacred, I think. One of the last movies I saw in the theater right before lockdown was The Lodge, and it destroyed me. I'm not sure I can say I enjoyed it, but it certainly impacted me in a way that is rare. And I think it's quite a feat for a movie to affect me that way. It was an endurance test. I almost felt physically ill by the end. The couple in front of me walked out when there was about five minutes left because they just couldn't take it anymore. When I left, I went home and made myself soup and watched Clue for the 300th time as a palate cleanser like I was actually sick and needed comfort. What a night! And I really don't think I would have had the same response if I was taking it in alone on my sweet, sweet 40-inch Samsung, getting that premium on demand, just not the same. Were there a lot of movies I was looking forward to this year that have gotten bumped way back? Yeah. But I would rather not have the experience of them compromise. I don't really want to watch them at home. For the first time. I want to watch them with my friends and you guys and talk about them and eat a jalapeno pretzel while I'm doing it. So I'm actually kind of grateful that they've made the decision to bump release dates on a bunch of stuff and not just dump everything to digital. We will get to have that experience. We're just going to have to wait a little bit longer. Not only that, but our patience will be rewarded because there's going to be a huge backlog now. So it's going to be like we dealt the horror pinata a death blow and all these sick treats just come spilling out of its guts. So rather than mourning what we've feel like we're missing, 
let's start making lists of everything we have to look forward to. And I'm gonna do the first one for you. This is just a partial list just to get us started. Some of the biggies, some of the movies we have to look forward to. We've got Candyman, Spiral, that's a new Saw movie, inexplicably starring Chris Rock. I don't, The, the Forever Purge, Antlers, Saint Maud, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, Terrifier 2, A Quiet Place 2, and Halloween Kills. It's gonna kill, it's kills in me. In the meantime, all of our tried and true favorites can see us through the season as they always do. And if you're into it, we are getting Robert Zemeckis' remake of The Witches on HBO Max this month, along with The Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix, the follow-up to The Haunting of Hill House. So that's great. And you know, I'm going to see all of them. Some will be good, some won't, but they'll all be fun, and I can't wait to talk about them. So what are you looking forward to this Halloween, which is definitely not canceled and beyond? Let's hear it, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. This show is an Unreliable Narrator production. For more information, visit unreliablenarrator.org.